Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there, this is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Hello, testing, testing. Welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Cass. I'm Haley. We're not going to talk shit this episode. We are going to talk serious, serious business. And we're going to throw a spoiler in as well. No, not a spoiler as such. We're going to uh, whet your appetite with some possibly really great news. But we may or may not do the reveal by the end of this episode. Could be next episode. Uh Maybe we'll wait until we get 28 subscribers on YouTube before we reveal. (laughs) No, I don't even think it should be 28. I think it should be an even 30. Okay. We would have gone with 1,000. Well, know, I would have gone with 300,000. but we, 2084. We, because, <laughs> because we're struggling for the 27, like let's just <laughs> baby steps with 30. <laughs> Look, to be honest, I could hold some people down and just subscribe on their phones. Like I could. Mm. But I don't really want people from work. Anyway, so... I get it. Before we start, are we going to talk about the drag show that we went to? Because you didn't put that in there. Let's do that. I did not put that in there. I'm so sorry. Uh, For those of you who are watching and listening, I actually do a run sheet every week and always forget something. Mm -hmm. She's like my husband when I send him to the shops. So, yeah, let's talk about the fact that we went to the Cabaret Soiree Spectacular. That was a charismatic and co. I personally had a great time. I am still surprised to this day that I have a voice because I was yelling and singing quite a lot. Well, you did double drag. You did double drag shows. I did. I did. Maybe it just strengthened Thursday night, Sunday night. They're doing oh, yeah. more shows in, I think she said April and May. Mm-hmm. So get on that. Get onto the website. It's getaqueen.com. Getaqueen.com. Yes. Also get a queen, which I didn't even know existed. Get a queen. You can just book a queen. Uh-huh. Like for a birthday. Yep. Didn't know yep. that. I didn't even know that existed. Mm-hmm. I want to do that for my eight-year-old's party this year. Not going to lie want to do that why not why not but the the show was great oh they just do their usual typical lip-syncy Beverly Kills is on there 
I just want to book Beverly Kills, just come hang out. Can I do that? See, it's one of those things where like you book them and they go, what is it that you want me to perform? You go, I don't care. You can stand there. Just say my name. I just want to hang out with you. I'm just going to pay for some friends. <laughs> just, I just want to hear you say my name. Can you, can you do that? I'll pay the X amount of dollars for the gig. It's not a problem. Say just my name, say my name. Say my name. Sit down. Don't stand. Don't like be in the room going, no, I'm fine standing. I've paid for you to sit. <laughs> you sit and you talk to me like we're best friends. I'm paying for this time. It's like the opposite of paying for a hooker. <laughs> we don't want the naughty stuff. I don't want the naughty stuff. What I want you to do is I want you to just say at some point that we're friends. Yeah. Even if I want to pay. I want to pay for the friend experience. That's mm-hmm. what I want to pay for. Exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, the show was great. Um, the aerialists and acrobats and all of that. I was, um, my knees, back, arms, shoulders were hurting watching it, but it was amazing. Uh, we also saw uh, Miss Burlesque Australia. Um, Alice something. I've forgotten her name. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know her name. She either. was great. I think I she was great. You probably did. Um, Haley, we found out on Saturday night's not a fan of the taint experience. There was no tainted love. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I personally don't care. Um, but uh, no, it was a very, very good night. Charismatic was great. Look, I, I just don't like taints in my face. I like, and we were pretty close. So maybe if I was a bit further. Um, I was front on to the taintage. Yes, you were front on to the even female taintage. I don't like any taints. I don't, I don't just, even like the taint week between Christmas and New Year's. Like that's how much we don't like taint. Well, gooch, hate it. it doesn't bother me. Gooch is yours. Like somebody else used the word gooch in that respect. I was watching something last night and they were, you know, the gooch week between Christmas and New Year. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's taint week. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not, I'm, look, I did find my next husband. I don't have the right parts for him, but Tro, if you're listening, oh, I did naughty things to that man. Well, we'll be tagging him when we uh, put this episode up so he can uh... get money and for his like, only fans. He a gamer too. Yeah. You've got things in common, like the fact that you both want to sleep with dudes and mm-hmm. You play the gamer game things the game on the li- on the interwebs on, on, on the, the lines on the lines on the interwebs. Yeah, I followed him on TikTok and Instagram. I think it's the official tro. It is the I'm official tro. Pop all their instas and stuff down underneath mm-hmm. there. The charismatic was great too. It was very entertaining. Um, entertaining. There- entertaining there was a moment where we thought oh but then the the crowd got behind it yeah they, they got behind it and that's all I'm going to say because mm-hmm. it was it was still a great night we had a great night and we just want to thank charismatic so much a for coming on and b for allowing us to be to to be a part of it and and watch it it was it was amazing if anybody who enjoys cabaret aerialist Anything like that, taints, um, taints uh, please get on to uh, Charismatic and the Cabaret Soiree. Um, as we said, 
she did say to us that there are other shows going on. So get on to getaqueen.com and you'll be able to find out all of the information there. And Charismatic, I would have to say, is one of the loveliest people around mm-hmm. and uh, definitely lives up to the gender illusionist name that she chose for herself. She is very charismatic. I agree. And her partner who emceed the night was... Patrick well. was Patrick. delightful, absolutely lovely and delightful, and they were very opening and welcoming of us as well, and we really do appreciate that. So get on to it. This week? This week. Musings? Musings, or would you like to talk, or would you like to, like to talk about your week or just the musings? Just the musings of what okay. I learnt during the week. But still about the week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Selena Gomez actually had some really good advice. Well, not, oh, I don't know if it's advice. Anyway. Oh, I actually like Selena Gomez. I like Selena Gomez too. She gets a bad brat, but whatever. Anyway, she said on one of her TikToks, and I totally agree. This is what I'm taking into my future now. She said, I don't want to learn any more life lessons. My character is developed. And I thought, you know what? Yes. By this age, I'm developed. I'm I'm more aware of my faults mm-hmm. and I have faults. Everybody has faults. But I think I'm at a stage where this is who I am now and I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, fair enough. You, you feel, your filtration system comes in. And then what happens is you you kind of assess, and I say this to a lot of people, will this affect me in five years? No, don't worry about it. Yeah. So yeah. my character's developed. This is who I am. And if you don't fucking like it's it. Dis- it's disappointing, but we've, we've learned to accept it. Yeah. Like you don't have to do this podcast with me. There must be something about me that you like. Me. So. You edit. not all i do Um, you do you do but as you get older you do undergo more of a metamorphosis so you're at the time now where you're like i'm in my 30s and you know i'm a parent and i'm married and you know these are my ideals for now and i'm not going to put up with as much shit as i did in my 20s and then when you go into your 40s you go through another almost you know into a cocoon turning into a butterfly moment where you just go um zero fucks given mm-hmm. uh this is my opinion and as much as i'm not going to shove it in your face if you ask it for me from me i'm probably going to give it and i'm not going to sugarcoat it the way i did because at the end of the day i don't give a shit what you think and but when i say all of this it's not in a mean way or in a nasty vindictive way or anything like that it's just you go I, I, I kind of know where I am in life and I know what I want and I know what I don't want. Yeah. And sure. that's the important thing. It's the knowing what you don't want because that clears up so much traffic. I can't remember. I think it's Billy Connolly. He said, um, he, he, I'm pretty sure it was him. He goes, I always think to the sides because it's crowded up ahead. Okay. Right. When, you know, when you, if you're standing in a line or whatever it was, I'll always stand on the outsides because it's crowded up ahead. And what it is, is when I say that the upper head is that's all of the negative shit. That's all of the, you know, you, you figure out in your forties that 
you didn't realize it was negative mm. until you thought about it. And you know how we all have something where we a, a thought pops into our head from something that happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. And you're like, hang on a minute. That actually wasn't good. Yeah. You know, or, or whatever it was, you know, but you don't, because you're caught in the situation at the time, you don't really think about it. No. Um, but yeah, no, you will get to a point where you just, you know, and you you find that you'll speak your mind a lot more. And I know we've had this conversation. You will speak your mind a little bit more. You will speak up, um, especially when it comes to things that are very, very important to you or that it do actually affect you. Mm. So that was just, that was my deep musings. Now the other ones were just like, huh, yeah, okay. Um, cucumber and hummus, they don't go together. Tried them this week. They do not go together. Don't try it. Carrots and hummus, yes. The carrots sit a little bit too heavy in my stomach. The so carrots tried... have that slight sweet taste to it, so it counteracts the hummus. Yeah, That's why so they the go cucumber I tried, like I like cucumber by itself, but no. Knickers, don't like that word. Don't like that word either. Panties and knickers, no, no. And then, you know what I miss? And I feel that you will relate to this is doing a really satisfying poop. I haven't had one in so long. Had three today. But were they satisfying? Not as satisfying as the Baghdad Tasmania one where I could finally sit on the toilet and it could finally go. That was satisfying <laughs> because there was no... I mean, there were still repercussions, but there were no rep repercussions once the ass hit the toilet seat. <laughs> and it was, I, I didn't care that there was no toilet paper. I was just like. So, I have, yeah, I mean, that was the last one. Was that November last year? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I haven't <laughs> had a satisfying poop in a really long time where I'm like, yep, that's me. I'm done. No, yep. haven't had that. No. And you don't appreciate that until it's God. Gosh darn, this gastric bypass surgery. And it's I know. But, you know. Eh. That was just my thoughts. That was my musings. How was your week? It was okay. Office, uh, the usual stuff. Um, I'm two and a half weeks out from surgery now. So anything that resembles physical activity is starting to have to slow down a little bit. Um, I'm going to tie it in with my pancreas. So if we can just. We're going to get serious for a little bit. I don't have I a, our pancreas and I think my pancreas and your pancreas are bursting for the same reason. This yeah. Week. Yeah. Now a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone, but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rani. Hero Huggers by Rani encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rani improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Hookers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. 
Now, animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. With what's happening with drag performers, especially in Tennessee, and trans people. I just... There aren't enough words in my vernacular to be able to describe the disappointment, the fear for people that we know um, and at the, the anger, the fear, the resentment towards United States, uh, the fact that they're, just, they're not even hiding their discrimination anymore. They're not cloaking it. They're not worrying about what's going on. Um, this is a, a government and a society that is on the take all the time from corporate uh, entities. Um, this is to appease uh, people who just want to spread their hatred um, and hide behind uh, the Constitution and the amendments and and all of that, and they're not concerned about the decency and the humanity of the people that they are affecting. Um, there's it's a whole different. entire. They're just exactly terrified of. But there's a whole entire community who are now living in fear. You know, just after we've we've finished three weeks of, or seventeen days or whatever it was of pure love, joy, and celebration, and we did have our own fair share. I put up on our Insta page the uh, sky writing that someone put of Jesus that happened to coincide with the march that was happening across the Harbour Bridge, which was just, it was just the most amazing thing. It was up there with the Wait, um, was that sorry march. No, the Jesus was in protest of the march. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know how Jesus is a protest. I would have taken it as Jesus is supporting our walk. That's how I would have Well, I took it. it as the Mexican community is behind us and it was, in fact, Jesus. Oh, yeah, Jesus, yep. I see that. Yep, went with that instead. Uh, but there is an entire community, uh, LGBTQIA+, in the United States that are now living in fear. They're banning drag queens from being able to have shows in front of 18-year-olds. Uh, sorry, people, uh, children who are under the age of 18. It doesn't stop with that and it won't stop with that. It's getting to the point now where the Canadians are actually putting in, um, uh, uh, calling for a bill to come into a law that will give uh, protection and asylum to people from the United States. Good on you, United Justin States Trudeau. Is first. I know, I love him to bit. The United States is a first world country and it is an economic superpower. They have reverted back to 50 years ago. I put in our Insta post, it's very Hitler. It's got a Hitler vibe to it. They are targeting vulnerable people. This isn't this any will different to... from Black Lives Matter besides the fact that there's exactly. no laws exactly. openly but this will discriminating to... black people. Exactly. But the thing is that this will lead to innocent people being executed by religious zealots this will lead to people being incarcerated and imprisoned because they're doing 
a pantomime and they happen to have a character that, you know, what it, it, it has a dress on. We're, we're talking about a country that gave us the movies of Tootsie, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, Some Like It Hot from the 50s, where men were dressing in women's dresses and these were considered classic movies of their time or number one movies in their time and no one and and, and these people who are calling for um, trans people to be eradicated and are calling for drag queens to be eradicated and gay people to be eradicated and, and they were going to see these movies they showed movies like this like Mrs Doubtfire to their children it's a wholesome family movie Mm-hmm. as far as they would be concerned. But at the end of the day, and what it comes down to is that's a man in a dress. That is, that's drag. You know, it may not be trans, but it's at least drag. Uh, Tootsie is a, a, an actor who had to put on a dress in order to be able to get roles and basically had to live half the life as a woman. That's trans and drag. And this you is know, no, and- no, not against you, but you have your... Uh- androgynous look that we've spoken about on the podcast yeah my comfortable clothing look if you decide one day not that you would but if you decide one day i want to wear a dress do i get targeted you could be arrested you could be targeted Mm -hmm. all for you to be humiliated stripped down to be like here's my vagina i'm allowed to be in a dress but then how far does it go because they can turn around and they would be technically right that if somebody has the gender reassignment surgery, even if you were to strip down, you would still be anatomically the same as me. So where does it go? Do I have to go? But that's what I mean. Like it's a going, medical. Yeah. Does it have to go medical? Do I have to go to the local hospital so they can put me in the stirrups and check to see that my ovaries are there and my fallopian tubes are there, my, you know, my vulva, all, all of that is there. But then what if I had a hysterectomy and most of that stuff's gone? Well, that'll be on their medical files. But anyway, my point is this is a now a police state. They can just tell you what to wear, yep. who, who to hang out with, where to hang out. Like, why is this allowed? I don't, I don't get it because the, because the, because this is not federal and it's state level because each state looks after themselves. Mm. What's happening is because you've got your Republican states and because you have your Democrat states, a lot of this is happening in Republican states because they have the floor because Mm. they're, that's who's in charge of the. So what's happening is it doesn't have to go to a referendum. It doesn't have to go to that stupid thing that we had to do for same-sex marriage. The I can't even remember what it was called now. Plebiscite. Yeah. It doesn't have to go to anything like that because what happens over there is they go, well, you made me the leader, so therefore I'm going to do whatever I want. Because, you know, both houses or whatever it is is Republican, they know that it's going to get pushed through. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is if anyone has to do it, it has to go to eventually it'll go to the Supreme Court. Well, we already know that Trump loaded the Supreme Court on the Republican side, on the conservative side. Yeah. What happened in Sydney in the late 70s and early 80s where there were a lot of mysterious deaths of gay men and it's only now that they've started over the last 10 years where they've gone, well, actually they were murders and we need to investigate them. Does this stuff. I had a school teacher when I was in high school in the 80s 
and and up towards the 90s who was gay who was murdered in his own home and it was a hate crime hmm. uh so it, it, it what's happening there now is that going is that going to happen again because there's no guarantee that it's not but i reposted something steve hostetter wrote uh, he's a comedian. Um, he wore a dress in protest. He's not gay. He's not mm-hmm. a drag queen. He's not. He was wearing it in protest. Um, he he said, "Why are we ignoring the hypocrisy of the state that has dozens of family in quotation marks restaurants where servers wear more than um, little more than lingerie, where twenty Catholic priests have been credibly accused." and or convicted of sexual assault and where most people are completely fine with bikini clad children competing in pageants. Oh, see, and that's the thing. Cause that's, that's a big thing that's been coming up now is beauty pageants are a cesspool for grooming. Mm-hmm. They sexualize their children. They not all, not all. Some of them are, lovely pageants what what's happening is the politicians because they're doing something wrong they need to be able to distract everybody from what they're doing so what they do is they target vulnerable groups like the lgbt lgbtqia not even that women who get pregnant women exactly because we found out that a big place walgreens Walgreens in the United States have been channeling money to anti-abortion places. Walgreens. Fuck you guys. Yeah. So all of this stuff is coming out, but what they do is what the politicians do so they can get their own agenda, which is the really dodgy stuff across. They distract everybody, the public, everybody with well, let's just focus on the drag queens and the trans people and my agenda that I really want to push through that will get me the money in the pocket. I'm going to be able to push through on the side because I'm going to put the spotlight on this. That's what they do. It's what they do. That is why, that is why money and politics should not be happening. It should not cost you a couple of hundred million dollars or a billion dollars to run a presidential campaign. There should be no money in it. You should be standing up there going, this is what I am. This is what I believe in. Please vote for me. But they don't. What they do is they target people who they've just started to get the confidence in the community, starting to feel accepted, starting to be able to take that sigh of relief breath and go, everything's going to be okay for today. What's happening is we've finally had the breath and then these bigoted, homophobic, transphobic fucking cousin fuckers have turned around and gone, you know what, you've had your minute now and I need to get my agenda through, so I'm going to target you now. And what happens is, and as I said before, the people who choose not to educate themselves don't want to know anything and are more than happy to follow whatever it is that somebody tells them to do, turns around and says, right, okay, gay people and trans trans people are my enemy. Nothing's happened to them at the hand of anybody from the, our community, but they've gone somebody else who is 
apparently educated has told me that that's the person that I hate. So I'm just going to hate that person. So the United States needs to get their shit together because what's happening is they're actually starting to equal out with Russia as the world joke. It used to be the United States sneezed, the rest of the world got a cough from it, right? Mm -hmm. What's happening now is those countries like Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the UK, I'm mentioning Commonwealth countries here Mm -hmm. who were the victims of the oppressor who chose to educate themselves. We're turning around going, are you kidding us with this? Also democratic, the, right? We all democratic. We're yeah. all democratic, right? The, the, we're turning around, going, "Are you kidding? Are these, uh, kidding us with this?" As I said, Canada are, are looking to offer asylum to people from the United States. When does that In happen? Canada. <clears throat> I don't know the rest of the words. I should because I'm Canadian. Oh, but... I'm the same with the New Zealand national anthem. Hey, <laughs> well, you're not. You're not Kiwi. No, but it doesn't matter. I'm married to one and all I know is God of nations, love thy sheep. I only know it as God, love thy sheep. I can't remember, but it's God of nations. I remember that bit. And the end is God defend New Zealand. But but then I I start singing it like the Australian one, so I don't. (laughs) Right. But the, the, the fact of the matter is that we're currently in a very dangerous time for our community. And we we live in a country where acknowledgement and acceptance is kind of there. Uh, we have seen firsthand uh, what people like the fabulous Wonder Mama have had to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is homophobia, and there will always be homophobia. There will always be a phobia of something that is not understood. People choose not to understand. They're probably going to have to have a phobia, whether it's transphobia, homophobia. We are living in a very bad because I can't do anything about it. What can I do? But the thing is that you can do things. What? What So tell me. Okay. So the ACLU in the United States is looking for donations and things like that. So they can fight. There are also things here like, because the one thing that my grandmother always said, and I'm going to say it, and it sounds stupid, but at the same time, charity does start at home. If we can strengthen our resolve and our community here, we can be better equipped for having to deal with things that are out of our control. But um, RuPaul has announced, and a lot of the drag queens have followed on and are on their instas, it's the ACLU, which is basically defending uh, trans people. Mm-hmm. Uh, defending drag queens um, and the ACOU is the American Civil Liberties Union, I believe it is. Uh, drag performers in the LGBTQ plus community are facing threats across the country. That is why RuPaul's Drag Race, MTV and the World of Wonder are proud to do- donate to the Drag Defence Fund. Join us in supporting the ACLU's work for the LGBTQ rights. The website is aclu.org forward slash drag defence. It's feeling reminiscent of 2016 when Trump was elected, the fear. Uh, As I said, they've had their breath of relief uh, and they've been able to do this. The last midterm election didn't go the way that a lot of people believed that it would. 
it's it's very very scary um and it's it's one of those things where you sit there as part of the community, the global community. I mean, you're not just gay in Australia. You're gay in the US. You're gay everywhere. Anywhere you walk to, you're gay. So it's a global community. There, There's a, a very big fear out there that uh, people, and especially people who are vocal in their support uh, to the point of almost vigilantism, which is fine, mm-hmm. Um you know they could be targeted and it's 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 so scary to think that in 2023 people still live that way with the saturation of information that is available through the internet and on tv and and it, 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 the world is at your fingertips it really is and people still don't choose to educate themselves and it makes it it makes me mad because in order for me to educate myself when I was younger, a I had to go to school, but b you had to look at an encyclopedia. When you turn the page, the encyclopedia page doesn't change like it would if you turned a page on a Kindle or you know mm-hmm. on your phone or whatever it is. Like the information is there, but you still had to um, absorb it and obtain it. Uh, but and you can do that so readily now, and people choose not to do it donate to places like 2010, donate to places like Wear It Purple, uh, donate to LGBTQIA plus uh, charities, uh, ACON, all, all of those different charities that we have here. You know, so let's just say that Australia ends up doing the same thing that Canada does and offers refuge to um, an asylum to people from the United States. These charities are going to have to become involved and they need to be monetized. Yes, we are. They are monetized to a certain extent. Um, they do get government grants, but you know what? It's it, Too much money is never enough for these. You know, I I'm, I'm, was of strong enough mind to be able to get through my coming out process because it was not an ordeal for me. Thank the Lord. I can't believe I'm saying thank the Lord considering what we're talking about, but, you know, praise Dolly Parton, uh, that uh, I didn't have to go through the journey and I didn't have to go through my family rejecting me and my friends rejecting me or, or anything like that. I mean, I'm sure I did, but I was either oblivious to it or they just chose not to do it. Yeah, I was going to say, if you didn't notice it, face. then. Right. Or they didn't say it to my face and I'm, I just don't talk to those people anymore or whatever it is. But these these charities need financial assistance. They need volunteers. They they need all of that. So um, when people do get to this point where they're scared or whatever it is, they've got someone they can turn to. Um, and we've said before, and I will say to my last dying breath, if you just want to reach out to us, we're more than happy to have the conversation with you and be able to direct you to the people who are far better trained than us when it comes to this. Having said that, what I do for a living does cross-sect with this uh, to a certain extent. Uh, so, uh, But anybody out there who just needs to talk about anything, or please reach out to people. Don't try and deal with it yourself. Okay. 
I am a gay woman and I have a cousin who is transgender. Uh, we're hoping for the gay boy in the family so we can complete the set, but it hasn't happened yet. Stop you giving know these white guys with glasses any type of power. Right. And fuck you, Walgreens, for giving money to anti-abortion places. Most the, the, the main function of Walgreens is basically a fucking chemist. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be political. They would be selling things like the morning after pill. So they're kind of contradicting themselves. But fuck you, Walgreens. I used to like going to Walgreens when I was in the States, but fuck you, I'm going to Dwayne Reed now. Yeah, I'm going to the other one, the drug store. What's it called? Walmart? Is that a, is that a place? Anyway. No, Walmart's like Big W. I love Walmart. Pancreas bursted. RuPaul's Drag Race, season 15, Night of Thousand Beyonce's. Yay! Baby once. Or Sasha Colby fifth, as we now know. Sasha Colby, yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. I I lost my notes. Here it is. No, that's not it either. There we go. All right, I found it. Because so the interview yeah. one. No idea who Connie Love was until they came Bend on. Bend and snap works every time. Even then, I had to see the reference. She was in a couple of seasons ago as well, doing a um. She was doing a mini challenge. Yeah. I knew the name was familiar. I just couldn't remember it. Yep. Um, I liked Love Connie. I think if like the interviewers weren't great on Love Connie, but mm. Love Connie made the interviews great. Yeah, because she's a psychopath. Like, yeah, she is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, Lux did really well. But that's because yeah. <laughs> that broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's because Love Connie was so funny on the yeah. golf cart. But can I say one thing? Mm-hmm. Love Connie made that whole experience good and make Lux look good. Lux only asked one question. Yeah. Well, that we saw. We, she might have asked more, but maybe, but she? yeah, but she. Technically, only asked one question. It was Love Connie that got it through. However, saying that, that was probably the most relaxed I've ever seen Lux too. Yeah, like she 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 lent into it. I'm gonna give her credit. She lent into it. She looked like she was having a good time. She was just like, "Fuck it, I'm along for this ride." Yeah, broke my heart <laughs> that she did as well as she did. <laughs> Bitch. And then, so Selena. Wasn't great. She was trying to rush through it. I'm like, what are you doing? Because it started off funny, mm-hmm. and then she, tra- oh, she kept cutting her off. Mm-hmm. The rule of a good interview is to listen. And one of these days, we're going to learn that for ourselves. Shut up, stupid bitch. All right, next. Oh. Who's next? Selena Lux. Who else interviewed Love Connie? Was it no? No, was it no? It was um uh, uh, Malaysia. Oh right, I remember why I forgot that interview now. Yeah, (laughs) for somebody who talks as much as Malaysia Baby Doll Fox talks, whether it's in the workroom or in confessional or whatever it was, um, did the cat get a tongue? She wasn't really talking a lot, was she? No. I think I would, she was like, very thrown off. 
I think so too. I think she thought that she was just going to go in there and get it all said and done and then realised the personality that we now know is Love Connie and just went, uh, 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 uh don't know how to come back from that. Like sometimes you just have to just go, you know what, fuck it, I'm I'm in. Like yeah, how I'm funny in. was she with the cupcakes? Like what's that you're drawing? Prolapse? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was quick. She was, yeah, she outshined them all. Yeah. Um, And then it came to Charo. Churro? Charo? Charo. Oh. Charo is an institution. I remember when I was growing up, the first time I ever saw Charo was on the love boat. Uh, And then Charo just seemed to be, oh, Charo is great. And Charo is a huge influencer of drag queens and, you know, and and God knows what else. And that's where uh, we saw the goddess that is Sasha Colby Fierce. Um, No. Okay. I'm going to have to disagree. Like the interview was great. But that hairline, how did she not get red for that? Okay, I, okay, we're going with the, the aesthetics first. I get that. However, we're talking about the challenge, okay? The challenge was after a little while, Sasha just went, well, these cards aren't going to fucking work, threw it over and just went for gold. And you could see that she loved, admired, respected Charo, and it was great. The hairline, just checking mine. Uh, the hairline wasn't great. That's fine. She did enough. I agree with you about the hairline. I don't like to say anything negative because um, Sasha Colby, I do believe, could possibly be my next wife if I play my cards right. I doubt um, it, but yeah, go on. You're already punching. You You're not going to punch that high. I know. That's almost goddess-like. Yeah, yeah it's. It's, you know, when you, the brass ring is there and like you can't even grow your fingernails long enough to reach it. That's where I'm at. I don't think you have the right parts. Ah, I watched Sasha Colby on, was it Hey Queen? Hey Queen. Sasha Colby is divorced from a woman. Even after Sasha Colby is trans, Sasha Colby is basically essentially pan. Okay. Pansexual. She likes pens. I got a chance. I got a chance. I don't think you do. She's anyway. all about the person rather than. Well, then you don't have a chance the, for sure. <laughs> the, you're, no, I'm an asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, nah, she was great. I was not feeling the hairline. It's all I could see. It's all I could look at. It's bad enough that it was blonde, so it was very prominent. The interview was good. I still love you, Sasha. I will ditch Haley for you. You just say the word. I'm there. I I would think twice about ditching my wife, but if you turned around and said, I cannot be with you because you are associated with Haley, see you, Haley, you're out. I feel like if anyone said that to you, you'd be like, Yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. 100%. Um, no. Hey. But, uh, you know, Sasha Colby was going, then can we just get on to the catastrophe that was Marsha, Marsha, Marsha? She didn't understand her at all. No, and that's why it was so bad because she just had no idea what she was saying. 
That's why I wrote. Marsha didn't do great because she didn't understand her. But if you take the beat after like the second to think about what Charo has said, if you don't understand her, you only need to capture every other word and you can figure out the sentence. Right. Like I did listen to it twice. Yeah. But I've, I've watched Charo most of my life. So I get it. No, like I, I think I understood her, but I feel like Marsha was just trying. I felt she's trying too hard. Yeah, it did. I agree. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So Lucy interviewed. What's his name? Grande. Frankie Grande. Frankie Grande. Frankie Grande. Um. It was okay. Like it was okay. Whatever. Anitra found it was funny. Anitra's cute. Yeah, Love Anitra. Malaysia. Uh, can I? Oh, we already talked about Malaysia. Let's see we're Mistress. Talking. Mistress Isabel Brooks. Eh. Eh. Like eh. they said, Frankie ended up interviewing her, I think. Her, yeah. Can I can I throw something back to Lucy Laduca? Mm-hmm. I, I someone pointed this out to me the other day and it wasn't until they said it that I realized Jan. Jan all over again. Yeah, I have flashbacks. It's Jan. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lucy Laduca Lucy and Jan are cut from the same cloth. Same house. They're in that. Mm. Oh, it's coming from inside the house. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But Mistress Isabel Brooks wasn't bad enough for us to go, oh, we need to talk about it. Wasn't good enough for us. Oh, we need to talk about it. It was, eh. 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 Have we missed anybody? No. Then we get to the runway. Night of a thousand Beyonces. I'm just going to start with the shit. Here you go. So, you know what? Pretty much all of them were either okay or great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Except for Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. The velvet dress with the bath towel. Thing. Like, I'm pretty sure she killed a Muppet or a character from Sesame Street and draped it around her shoulders. Like, that thing looks like it should have been wet from footprints coming out of a shower wrapped around her. She had the green velvet dress. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't flattering. And it didn't really give me Beyonce vibes at all. It, it would like, have been really hard for Marsha to do Beyonce. And we said this last week. Yeah. Yeah. But we said still, her runway wouldn't be up to scratch. True. True, 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 true. Uh, then um, I, I, there's a part of me that liked Lucy LaDuca at the same time. It was, it looks like she just went to a local uh, pick a place, Macy's or something like that bought a pair of pants, got herself a pink jacket, which when you actually look at the love on top from the MTV awards, doesn't actually look like the top, but whatever. Like it's an interpretation. That's fine. And then picked up like a white blouse from Kmart or whatever it was. And then just sequined and like put gemstones or rhinestones yeah, it was or whatever boring. it was. There's so it was boring many- at the same time as I actually wanted to like it. Cause it was. Love on Top is one of my favorite songs of Beyonce. I'm not a overly big one because I like to sing it to 
my wife because it's kind of not really, but kind of around the way our song. She actually is not a big fan of it, but she likes it when I just sing it at the top of my lungs. Um, but where was the baby bump? Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it right. I mean, was did she have a baby bump and then it was corseted down? Because if she was, is she smothering the child? <laughs> like, it just, I don't, I don't, I, I want it. I, I, there's a part of me that really wants to love it because of the simplicity of it, and you know, keep it simple, stupid, and all of that, and. Uh, I like the concept of it, but it just seemed too pedestrian for me. But Beyonce isn't simple. No, but she did wear that a similar outfit at the MTV Awards. So I get where Lucy's coming from yeah, at the no. same time as Whatever, she she's needs pregnant. To, she wants to be comfortable. She, she needs to just bring it up a little bit, just a little bit. Hang on a second. I've got to stand up. Okay. I was slipping off the chair. Um, yeah, these damn theatre chairs are so old. I know, right? Um, and then who do we have? Who do we have? Who do we have? I uh, actually really liked Mistresses. Like, I thought it was clever. She had the three heads. That was brilliant. Yeah. And uh, so she had Michelle and Kelly with her. Uh, it was Destiny's, It was Destiny's children on the runway. Um, the the dress was great. Like the silhouette of it was fantastic. The concept of it was great. That emerald green on her with her skin tones and everything. I know. I feel like I'm like on fashion photo review right now. Um, who wore the, it the, Yeah. Um, she just did so well, and it it definitely had the the Bay Once vibes. Um, I I I really really liked it, and then who we won got the to, challenge. My girl, how because she basically encapsulated Beyonce with the silver jobby with the body. Because she looks like Beyonce. Didn't we predict her to win? Probably. I predict her to win every week and just disappointed when she doesn't. And then. Obviously, the two in the bottom, Selena Estetas. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, what are we at now? Uh, Anitra had the gold dress with the blue flowing cape. Yeah. Which was lovely. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Anitra great. Anitra always looks good. And then Lox Noir London had the flame type bodysuity type thing on uh, that RuPaul told the story that – Whitney Houston had it on. I thought RuPaul then wore it. RuPaul had it, and then it was made for somebody else. It was made for somebody else. RuPaul had it, and then Beyonce ended up wearing it. Mm-hmm. So, like that that outfit actually has a history. It's a Bob Mackie. Um, I'm going to give it. I still don't. I'm not a fan of the makeup. No. I'm not a fan of the fucking flat wig, but I. Lux Lux Noir actually looked really good. It pains me to say it. It really does. It really, really does. Don't worry, she'll be uh, and, next we, week. and uh Selena Estides did the gold number where she was holding all the Grammy Awards. Mm. Um eh. 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 And then we get to the bottom two who were Malaysia Baby Doll Fox and Selena Estides. Thank God Selena Estides decided to apologize to Beyonce after that lip sync because 
it was a comical farce. What happened was, and it must be the adrenaline or whatever it was, it was just, it, it was almost like they ran out of ideas. So they're like, remember the single ladies film clip, remember the single ladies film clip. And then they just tried to do comic renditions of it. And it just, they both should have gone. I hate to say it. They both should have gone because that it wasn't what they did. Wasn't right. It wasn't entertaining It for, for me anyway. Mm. Uh, it wasn't anything. And because they both, to me, appeared to do equally, it should have been a double elimination. There's no yeah, way I one think should Malaysia have gone home over the other. And I think Selena sucked equally. Mm. So it should have been. I mean, I, I, we love Selena and we wanted her to stay, so we're happy with the result. But um, I don't know if I'm biased in this situation, but. I think they both should have gone. I'm trying to remain unbiased and I think I'm doing a good job. Uh, I think they probably both should have gone. There, there was no way to double save. Uh, and because, as I said, they both did equally as bad. Can I just say also that uh, Mistress, Mistress, uh, no, uh, Malaysia Baby Doll Fox's uh, Beyonce, the black and white number was fantastic. That was pretty much Beyonce. Like that's that was the essence of Beyonce. But she had to go. See Malaysia. Uh, gone but not forgotten. You gave us some moments. You and Mistress Isabel Brooke gave us some moments. Uh, we'll we'd love to have you on. You're great. Uh, but uh, hasta luego. Uh, Malaysia baby doll fox. Who did we predict? We obviously predicted Lux in the bottom. We both we both did Lux. Pretty sure, but we I, I, I'm pretty sure I said Lux and Malaysia, and said that. Lux yeah, you got one of them right. Yeah, but you, um, you got one of them. I was, I was not right with any of my predictions from last <laughs> week. By the way, only because I want, I didn't want Selena Estes in the bottom. But even at the start, no. Selena Estes like, I'm, I do interviews all the time. I still podcast. I do interviews. Having a podcast doesn't make you a good interviewer as we are walking we proof are. of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So next week, mm-hmm. what is the challenge? Oh, are you going to ask me this every week? I, I am. I am. Shit. Because I never, yeah. I never uh, prepare for this. RuPaul's. Well, I, I, no, I'm, I'm getting it up now. Oh, okie dokie. The queens perform stand-up comedy in pairs. Stand-up comedy in pairs. But an odd number of queens causes some drama. Mm. Comedian Ali Wong guest judges. In pairs. pairs. (gasps) This is going to put some people. uh, God, gee, I hope Sasha Colby's funny. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Gee, I hope Anitra is funny. Your prediction. Who's going to win? Who's going to go? Who's in the bottom two? Who's going to win? Because it'll be in pairs. So I don't know if they're going to take the pair or they're mm-hmm. going to take, or they're going to judge it as a pair or judge it individually. It should judge okay, it I'm individually. Just gonna, they're probably going to judge it individually. I yeah. am going to go with, I'm going I'm to say it. I reckon this is, Selena S. Titty's redeeming moment. Okay. Okay. I think this is now going to be the time where Lux London Noir goes into the bottom two. 
and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. In the bottom two? I think in the bottom two. Yeah. I think uh, normally, I, I I mean, I'm hoping Lux London Noir goes home, but I'm thinking it's going to be Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Have a feeling it's going to be one of those songs where she just can't quite work it out and Lux is probably just going to turn it out. No, I'm going to disagree. Okay, well, you can disagree. That's fine. Yep, yep, I'm going to disagree. Okay. I am going to predict. Mm-hmm. I love me a gamble. Well, that's why I'm going with Selena as titties. I'm having a gamble. I'm going to say that Mistress is going to win. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd hedge, I'd hedge my bets on that one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm putting Anitra and Marsha in the bottom and Marsha's going to go home. Okay. So we've both agreed Marsha's going home. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. But I see where you're coming from with the mistress bit. But it depends on who they're paired with. It does. Now, I think whoever wins the mini challenge is going to be able to pick who is solo and what the pairs are. Yeah. Right? So if you're a vindictive cow, you're obviously going to pick the person you want out the most as the person who goes solo. Yes. Because they've got no one to bounce off. Remember what happened with Roxy in All Stars Two, where she was they were doing the um variety roast like or the whatever it was. Narrator, like the yeah, the and she was MC. she was the MC, and she's yeah. like, I do this every week, everything's fine, and it was just like you know the level of smell of fart that was coming out of her mouth was just increasing with <laughs> so every bad. sentence. You know, it went from loud but not bad to silent but fucking deadly farts coming out of that mouth it was just yeah it's the fart scale and this could all change because it depends on the pairings because exactly that's what i'm saying like it depends on who they're paired with it could all change like sasha could end up in the bottom she won't go home because she can lip sync like a i don't know whatever is good at lip syncing fucking Um, legend but because of who she's paired with, maybe she doesn't bounce off that person. It it could be anything. Yeah. So this could be a real a real luck, a real Trixie Mattel season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mistress, I think she's gonna do well. I have a feeling. Okay. I don't know. I look I'm I yeah, I now that you've said it, I'd probably have her as my second, but I think Selena Estides may be may find something inside of her that just screams to get out and maybe this is the episode. But I'm looking maybe. forward to next week. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15. Right. Feeling Selena and Marsha are going to be in the bottom and Selena's going to go home, but I don't want to go home. That's my No, no. So can we move on? Because, as I said, my conspiracy theory has something to do with this episode that I was just okay, read earlier today. Okay, so it's now time for... We interrupt this broadcast for Cass's Conspiracy Corner. Let me tell you something. So what my conspiracy was shot right out of the water. I can't even remember what it was now, but, and I've got it on my laptop. Um, So the conspiracy I was reading about today, and I actually thought about it as soon as the question was asked. So in the episode, when they're doing the runway and they're doing the the little chat thing, 
RuPaul says to Sasha Colby, have you ever hosted a TV show before? And she said, no, only like in my dreams or it's my dream or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So now the conspiracy is, is this whole season basically an audition for Sasha Colby to take over from RuPaul? <gasps> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's Willy Wonka all over. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is what people are saying, and I get where they're coming from. People are saying on the internet that this whole season is designed to get her to be the winner, which I'm fine with. I don't care if it's rigged. Don't give a shit. I love her. She wins. Rue gets not only uh, America's Next Drag Superstar, but also a former Miss Continental. Sasha Colby is of a decent age in her 30s. I think she's 37. So if she she is a widely respected queen. So basically what it, what it is is she is the Supreme Queen's favorite queen. Like RuPaul loves Sasha Colby even before. This was the only season that she auditioned for. The only season. So when Sasha Colby throws her hat into the ring, she was automatically getting in because the Supreme Queen being RuPaul, Sasha Colby is actually a favorite of RuPaul. Yeah. Right. So there's, I think this is one big long audition. Well, this is what they're saying. It's one big long audition. And that eventually when RuPaul does retire, it could very well be Sasha Colby who takes over the reins. So Sasha Colby, it would be, as it stands right now, RuPaul would have to give up three of the 300 million franchises that there are because obviously it does UK, US and Australia uh, down under. So whether mm-hmm. or not get somebody like the Vivian to do UK when, when RuPaul retires and, you know, maybe Spanky Jackson for down under as the host and then have Sasha Colby. So this is the theories that are flying around the internet right now especially with because in the 500 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, whether it's All-Stars, whatever it is, RuPaul has never asked a queen, have you considered hosting a TV show? Or would you have you hosted a TV show? Whatever the question was. Has never, ever asked a queen that before. So, of course, the conspiracy theories are flying nuts over the internet. Is Sasha Colby going to take over from RuPaul when RuPaul finally hangs up the wig? We're talking about a seasoned queen here who has nothing, nothing to prove. Nothing at all. Widely respected by drag queens all over the world, is known all over the world by, like, in, in the community. RuPaul loves her. Michelle Visage loves her. Everybody who's on the panel absolutely loves her. The other queens idolize her. Personally, for me, if you're going to hand over the mantle to anybody, it would be somebody like Jinx Monsoon, uh, Bianca Del Rio, Alaska, one of them, because they've got the personality for it. I am going to say something negative, slightly negative about Sasha Colby. Unless it's something that we haven't seen yet, I don't think, 
I think she's charismatic. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if she would be able to handle that week in week out thing, but maybe we're going to see something in the challenge next week where I turn around and go, uh-huh. how could I doubt my girl? How could I yeah. doubt my love for her? But the conspiracy theory is RuPaul could be using this as an opportunity to see what the fans reaction is to Sasha Colby and to see how Sasha Colby goes throughout the season as to whether or not she would take over as host of RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Small conspiracy theory, but something for everybody, something for everybody to sink their teeth into uh, and something that could actually possibly happen, not has happened, could Mm. possibly happen because RuPaul's not going to do it forever. And this show, let's face it, it could be going into 3,023 and still be going. Yeah. No. Somebody will be watching the two millionth episode. You know, RuPaul's Drag Race and Cockroaches Survive Nuclear Blasts. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's my small little conspiracy theory. The Sydney local drag shows, Roxy Horrors, Talent Quest, 18th of March at Wollongong Town Hall, $1,000 cash prize starting at 8 p.m., Illawarra and Roxy Horror in Drag Queen Bingo every Thursday at the Illawarra Brewery. I hate that word. I can't stand the brewery. word brewery. And we'll be going to brewery. that next Thursday. Cass won't be Hayley because be she going. sucks. It's a school night. I don't give a shit. Okay. At 7 p.m. <laughs> uh, Slayer on Saturday with Maxi Shield at Oxford. Shows are at 8 and 9 p.m. Kath and Kim drag bingo with uh, Prada Clutch and Contrita Grande, the 22nd of April at North's Camaray and the 29th of April at Wenty Leagues. We have I'm Queer, Get Into It, Thursdays, 10 p.m. Universal with Space Horse. As I said last week, was so good at the drag gala. Eli Crawford and Tina Bickey. And then we have our lovely, the fabulous Wonder Mama slash Rennie. Hero Huggers by Rennie. Yeah, we love you here, Wonder Mama. Uh, drink and draw with a drag queen with the fabulous Wonder Mama, the 31st of March at Rhodes and the 28th of April at Dremoyne. We only have the one for Melbourne for reasons I can't remember why. Every Tuesday, 7.30pm, drag trivia at Evie's Fitzroy, hosted by Abril Latrine. <laughs> <laughs> So are we going to do the announcement? Because it'll get announced before this podcast comes out anyway. Yes. So we might as well just do it. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? No, I want to do it. Okay, you do it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. This is one of those ones where I'm I'm good with whatever because it's very exciting, people. So we spoke today to the lovely Ben who works for the Drag Expo. Both of them, I believe, he works for Sydney and Melbourne. I believe. And we struck a deal, little deal for our little non-monetized podcast to be mm-hmm. able to have our own booth. Very excited. Which means you guys can come up and meet us. We'll interview you. We'll be making you follow us because we want to get past that 27 subscribers on YouTube. I feel it's going to happen at Drag Expo. We're going to get past the 27. I'm going to make someone. I feel it's going to happen. Yeah, if we have to, like, snatch your phones out of your hands and hit the like and subscribe, we'll do it. I will do it. 
Yeah, we're going to be at Drag Expo Sydney. We're going to have a booth. And we, as Haley said, we're going to do interviews. We're going to be recording live. We're going to be having our roving reporters, also known as Shazza Stone and Ego, uh, going around interviewing people. Please come and see us. We're going to be near the VIP lounge as well. Oh, my God. No, they're going to have our name on the top part. We're going to have our name in pink and white on the top part. It's very exciting. We can't believe it. Um, And we just want to thank the lovely people at Drag Expo who worked with us. And, gee, they they were so good and understanding and there was a lot of flexibility from them. Mm-hmm. And as Haley said before, a huge shout out to Ben. We had a lovely conversation with him this afternoon. Boost paid for. It's going to happen. Uh, and, you, yeah, you'll be able to see us. And it's not just queens that we're going to interview. We're going to be interviewing people. We're also going to be having a raffle with the proceeds of the raffle. We'll be going to LGBTQIA plus charities. Uh, we're talking to some people so we can actually have that quite stocked for whoever's going to win and we're possibly going to have a second and third maybe uh, and that will be happening over the Saturday and the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all of those who are watching and do see us, I'm just going to say, I know it's not all about me, but it's actually going to be my birthday on the Sunday, mm-hmm. on the 21st of May. I don't want anything special for it. I just wanted to say, like, birthday present, hit like and subscribe. Do you regret rolling your eyes now? Because that's what I wanted to say. Birthday present, hit like and subscribe. Uh, and uh, so we can't wait to see everybody there. Um, even if even if we only get two or three people, it's fine. Uh, we I doubt just, it. I'm I, gonna, I doubt it. I'm going to molest some people. Like, they're going to yeah, be over there no yeah. matter what. Yeah, 100%. Well, we're... We're right near the workshop and we're right near the VIP uh, lounge. So you're going to see us. You're going to see us there. You're going to find out that we're actually very short people in real life. Um, and that, the same height. Um, we are the same height. Yeah. Uh, you're also going to find out that um, we smell okay too. Mm. I'm going to shout for you guys. So that was our news. Uh, we we have a booth at Drag Expo Sydney. We're still talking about Melbourne. We just want to see how Sydney goes first mm-hmm. um, because we are not, as Haley said, we are not monetized. This is actually coming out of our own pockets and it is for other people who have it as well, but they have some kind of um, a financial flow that they can kind of filter into it, whereas this is coming from our blood, sweat and tears in our off-podcast jobs. But we're really, really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be so much fun. So that's our episode for today. There's been a lot to unpack. We've had some lowlights, some highlights, and some exciting things. Uh, and we're going to continue to just get better. And hopefully by the time we actually get to Expo, you people are going to come up and go, you guys seem like you're media trained because we're not. No. Um, and media trained was actually thrown up in a conversation today about another drag queen. And we're like, well, we're not media trained, so whatever. So thank you once again for watching and listening. Please hit like and subscribe on YouTube. Please give us a comment and a rating, hopefully five stars on all of the podcast streaming places. Uh, once again, the United States just need to get it together when it comes to homophobia and transphobia because that stuff's not cool, man. It's just really not cool. 
and um we just want to thank everybody any up and coming drag queens get in now before we become ever famous and we um, forget the little ones yeah we forget what your name is <laughs> uh don't forget please reach out to us we are we want to give drag queens uh drag performers any kind of performer in the lgbtqia uh building of letters um we want to be able to give you a voice we do not charge money for this cannot stress it enough at this current point in time we do not charge money it is free uh it is exposure not only for yourself but also for us so we can actually start doing this hopefully at a full-time rate and we just want to thank everybody for their support we're looking forward to meeting the fives or tens of people who will come over to our booth and um don't look at it we, like that. Well, well you know, thousands. fives or tens. Thousands, thousands. Hundreds of thousands. What's going to happen is every other booth, after they've got their money, are going to be empty and everyone's just going to be standing around just seeing what we've got to say about life, love, and whatnot. Yeah. But we want to thank everybody once again, and we will see you all next week. Haley, do you have anything to say? In the words of Rove McManus, say hi to your mum for me. Bye. Bye. Bum, 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 bum. Bam 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 b